It is now 10 wins in a row for the Florida Panthers as they went into Detroit on Easter Sunday on a Sunday matinee, defeating the Detroit Red Wings 6-1 to one on the road. On this edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, we're going to discuss this win over the Detroit Red Wings, 10 wins in a row, and where the magic number stands for the Florida Panthers as far as clinching the top spot in the Eastern Conference, all on today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Monday, April 18th edition of the Lockdown Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez from PantherParkway.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. Don't forget to also follow the national show, Lockdown NHL, and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So now it's 10 wins in a row for the Florida Panthers. Uh, lots of separation in. The Eastern Conference now, it's really starting to take into form of where the Florida Panthers are likely, nothing's clinched, uh, likely to be uh, when the playoffs starts. Now, every single team with the New York Islanders losing to the Toronto Maple Leafs last night, all eight teams in the top eight have clinched their spot in the playoffs. Now it's all about positioning for the Florida Panthers and the rest of the Eastern conference. Um, this game um, versus the Detroit Red Wings Sunday matinee, 1 PM nationally televised only their second nationally televised game of the season. Uh, first one was against the Carolina hurricanes and anything ESPN plus related that you have to pay a subscription for don't necessarily count that as nationally televised. Um, but second one of, of the season, Unfortunately, happened to be at the same time as the Miami Heat playing. Um, so it, I tell people that it was socially acceptable to uh, dual cast both games as I was doing having the Heat game on mute and um, having the Florida Panthers game on full volume. But with the Florida Panthers, a little bit of a slow start in the first period, like getting their groove in. I mean, the real goal differential, uh, it's funny because a lot of teams would kill to have a goal differential uh even starting off games of a uh, plus three that's where the the first period for the florida panthers stand as far as their goal differential in the first period uh and that's considered a for this team uh a goal differential that's not off to the best starts um for this team because i mean look at the rest of the the way for the florida panthers on on the road plus nine in the second period on the road plus 13 on the road in 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 the third period and again this is where the florida panthers had a little bit of a rough start going four four and four minus one goal differential and right now the panthers are tied for fifth in the nhl with most road wins 
on, only trailing a, a few teams and they're all can of course all contenders new the new york rangers um are one of them boston bruins washington capitals colorado avalanche and calgary flames those are only the five teams that have a better road record than the florida panthers and um the and march has been full of these matinee games you're talking about the one yesterday against uh detroit new jersey the one that the florida panthers had to have a four goal comeback in order to win and then buffalo the very next day after the new jersey comeback and the florida panthers were still crashing the net spencer knight was great he had a double deflection save on adam ernie uh to um and he had a save shorthanded uh, against uh, Dylan Larkin when the Florida Panthers went on the on a power on a power play, um, and two out of the three penalties that the Florida Panthers did commit um, were in the first period, but they were able to clean it up after um, Verhage trips uh, Pia Suter and the Detroit Red Wings had many of their opportunities. They were limiting a lot of damage, scoreless after one. Okay, the Florida Panthers are still. They're they're still finding ways to gain possession and getting and getting some uh, transition going the other way. And Detroit was uh, forcing the Florida Panthers outside and not and not having a trailer go speed through the middle middle of the ice for uh, passes. So the Detroit Red Wings they were doing they were doing a great job in all of that. And of course now, well especially this season now where every time the Florida Panthers play the Detroit Red Wings, it's like looking at the matchups between Anton Lundell and of course the two rookie sensations of Lucas Raymond and Mort Sider of the Detroit Red Wings on the other side. And the, that it's a, at least for me, that matchup is kind of under a microscope because of course, Anton Lundell has missed a little bit of time and had he not missed time, he would definitely be more in, the conversation for the Calder Trophy, but uh, Anton Lundell, uh, a great, a great, a great night as well, getting two goals uh, in this one. And um, Mort Sider, of course, he's still the favorite, even after a not so good game. In in this one, um, he's still a favorite to uh, win the Calder Trophy because, of course, when a defenseman puts a point production the way Mort Sider has, and uh, has the um commits zone exits as well and zone entries um the way um cider does he's like the detroit red wings version of aaron ekblad what he means to them as a former six overall pick so that that in itself is um is what's going to help the detroit red wings in um their rebuild and before we go on to the next segment, we talk about the second period and beyond. I mean, there is another scary moment even in the very beginning. Sam Bennett crashes to the net. Alex Nedeljkovic, after shutting out Carolina, um, comes into this game, and it looks like that he was going to exit early. It looks like Bennett might have as well, but uh, that was avoided. And also, one thing I really liked that the ESPN broadcast did was that they showed Andrew Burnett and company in the locker room of him talking to the team of who, who they want out there uh, for the game. And I thought that was cool. Uh, Something that we don't see often, of course. um, And with the ballet sports crew, um, they, they do a great job in um, bringing the game to us, but I I wish we got a little bit of more of like what goes on um, behind the scenes as well. I mean, of course there's certain things that of course should stay private with the team, which I do agree with. 
but then something like those locker room speeches, like get showing a little bit of how players relate to coaches and how coaches fire players up. That that is something that we the fans want to see, and we want to kind of see more of like a human side to the these players. Um, but the only thing we see is like what they put on the ice and then buy. <laughs> so uh, I wish that there was more of of that outside of the nationally televised uh game so that's kind of that's kind of um that's kind of like my my thoughts on what the espn broadcast um did and lots of praise <laughs> to from the from john butchergrass and company um on on this florida panthers team calling saying making so many analogies to the amount of fire, firepower that the florida panthers have like and one of the goals that the Florida Panthers have, I forget which one, you see um, Butchergrass saying, holy shnikes. And I don't know how to smell, spell shnikes, but holy shnikes is right. The fact that the Florida Panthers can just go, 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 and just create goals like it's nothing sometimes. And it, when they'll go on a little bit of a dry spell in one period, and then the next, very next period, they get four. And 12 times this season, the Florida Panthers have had four goal periods. And this one, in coming into this one, the Florida Panthers were had the best goal differential per per game, average goal differential per game per victory in the since the All Star break. While the while the Detroit Red Wings were coming into this game as the worst goal differential per game since the All Star break, the ESPN crew um, showed a stat on on both teams on where they stand since the all-star break. So everything indicated that the Florida Panthers were gonna were, were the better team on paper and it, and it showed um especially in that second period. But we're going to talk about more of that second period in the next segment and talk about the the offensive barrage. I, I feel like I've been beating the dead horse on that saying um but we're we're going to we're going to transition over and talk about the that but first we're going to tell you all about athletic greens and what is this stuff with one delicious scoop of ag1 you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals and whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health your nervous system and your immune system your energy recovery focus and aging all the things Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one, a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and free, five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance back on this second segment here on the locked on florida panthers podcast thank you once again for making locked on florida panthers podcast your first listen of the day so we were talking about in the first period how the florida panthers were trying to create a little bit of transition going the other way but it was starting to uh it was starting to be that way a little bit in the second period i mean mckenzie weger had a saucer pass uh, to Verhage through a Detroit defender from blue line to blue line, creating an opportunity going the other way. And a lot of the plays, especially early on, I mean, just if you didn't watch this game and you just look at the 
the extended highlights, you're going to see a lot of the goals that the Florida Panthers scored in this one were coming off of transition, not not working the puck around. And even though um, if you look at the standings as well, and if you see the Detroit Red Wings aren't near the bottom, you'll see that their goal differential is uh, is is not so good. I mean, right now, right now, NHL.com um, up, updated uh, their their goal differential and, and they're at minus 77. I mean, they have more points than the Ottawa Senators and the New Jersey Devils, but not all, but they give up a lot of goals. I mean, and it showed in in uh, their game against the Panthers. And a lot of them were just off transition opportunities going the other way, turning the puck over and um, kind of leaving their goalies out to dry. I mean, Nadalkovic, I mean, he won a Calder Cup um, with the Charlotte Checkers when they were under the Carolina Hurricanes affiliate right before the Florida Panthers took over. And um, for the Panthers, uh, you got to give a lot of credit to the, the defensemen of the Panthers, creating um, creating um, rushes going the other way. And then um, once they gain the zone, getting it out to the forwards, once the forwards speed into the zone, they're, they're beating um, some um, the the opposition too. I mean, Montour and Forsling um, on the first one, they get it to Barkoff. Um, and then everyone's eyes are on Barkoff. Cross eyes pass to Anthony Duclair, gets it in for to make it one nothing. 31 goals for um, Anthony Duclair. And um, not too, like only 90 seconds later, um, more insider, he forces um, Mason Marchment to the outside. Um, not um, so where Mason Marchment couldn't have a single angle on a shot, but but Pia Suter um, doesn't is too late to pick up Sam Reinhardt. And then Mason Marchman is able to get the, the back backhand pass to Sam Reinhardt for his 26th of the season. I mean, the great trade once again for the Florida Panthers um, getting Sam Reinhardt um, and now Sam Reinhardt almost has 30 goals, um, 13 of them being on, on the power play. Um, and even, even though the Florida Panthers were off to a uh, two goal lead at that time at 632, uh, Spencer Knight <laughs> played the puck once again and uh, almost cost the Florida Panthers a, a, a goal. Um, we saw that against Roman Yossi just a few weeks ago. And then um, Spencer playing the puck uh, almost gave an opportunity for Lucas Raymond to score to bring it to a one goal deficit for the Red Wings. But uh, thankfully, um, Spencer Knight was able to stop it. Uh, he ended up going 33 of 34 in this one. And the, the broadcast also had a lot of praise for Spencer Knight. It's like the development that he's been through going to going to Boston College, um, uh, working under Jerry York, and um, couldn't they couldn't they said they there couldn't be a better backup to Sergey Bobrovsky um, than than Spencer Knight. And check out Panther Parkway sometime in the next few days because I'm gonna have an article talking about how short is Sergey Bobrovsky's leash when it comes to postseason. So we're going to so be on the lookout for that. And we're going to break down uh, both Spencer Knight and Sergei Bobrovsky um, on some of the highs and lows. But um, the broadcast talked about how couldn't ask for a better backup for, for the Panthers than uh, Spencer Knight. And Anton Lindell, we, we spoke about it in the first segment, how it's every time the Red Wings and the Panthers face, you're look, I'm looking at those three rookies of, of Lindell and uh, Sider and Raymond on the opposite side and they face one more time they face each other uh this thursday at fla live arena so one more matchup and lundell originally gets to gets it to sam reinhardt um rhino um shoots it on the rebound control is an issue but and 
puck retrieval for the Panthers uh, was great on this one. And then Lundell gets the gets the rebound and gets one past Nedeljkovic before he's able to reset. Um, and 17 goals on the season at that time. And um, the fact that he missed so much time and he's still going to be a 20 um, goal scorer for this team, um, you you got that's something that the Florida Panthers are just. Uh, Bill Zito is. Uh, is uh definitely nodding and said i made the right pick and again if you put this uh 2020 class in a redraft chances are anton lundell goes higher he does not go 12 overall if you were to do a a redraft and not even um not even uh 30 seconds later patrick hornquist uh gets the puck in the panthers zone and then just gets it out quickly quickly to itu lustranen itu lustranen gets on the rush and then a saucer pass to um to Max and Mammon forehand backhand and then gets it in for nothing. Um, and then at that time, it, the the game was uh, in in the hands of the Florida Panthers again. Twelve times this season, the Florida Panthers have had a four goal period. That's amazing. Twelve times this season, and sometimes the opposition. I gotta wonder what the opposition stick is like. Man, how 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 do we stop these guys? <laughs> uh, I, I definitely wouldn't. Um, definitely wouldn't want to uh be uh, the on the receiving end of the Panthers um of of those all those four goal periods and you know with and going back to Anton Lundell on the shorthanded goal that the Panthers had their fifth one at the 504 mark of the third period uh Barkoff draws a penalty on Cider not again not the best game for Cider but it doesn't say uh about who he is as a player he draws a penalty and gets a beautiful backhand pass just seeing Lundell tra trailing the whole time on the on the PK uh, and then Lundell um, finishes on um Nedeljkovic and that's their 12th shorthanded goal of the season only trailing Toronto that, that's the only team that has more um shorthanded goals than than the Panthers and then later that day uh David Dork was a um of local 10 shared the Finnish language uh, version of that goal don't understand i don't understand a single word they're saying and i see how they're laughing i and i'm assuming they're laughing at the brilliance of barkoff and what a lot of people are starting to say barkoff jr as far as uh anton lundell and just uh the that's what i was, was assuming that they were having a good laugh when it comes to how great those two have been working together on the PK and um, the the Florida Panthers were uh, perfect on the on the PK three for three um, and so include including um, getting a shorthanded goal in that one and on that on that same power play they didn't even allow a single shot on goal for the Detroit Red Wings so full control once the second period started all the way uh, all the way until the the end and. Even the, it's weird because even though when you see Huberto and Barkoff paired together, usually it's in like situations where it's tied or they're trailing and they need a spark. But we saw Andrew Brunette put Barkoff and Huberto together even after they went up five nothing. Um, and I mean, the the broadcast also spoke about the point production between the two uh, guys and. Um, the the most points in the last four seasons between duos, Barkov and Huberto are third 
in the NHL behind Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, and of course, McDavid and Dreisaitl over the last four seasons. And that that's just, um, and Bucci um, spoke about why doesn't the, why doesn't the NHL do two league um, awards based on Eastern Conference and Western Conference kind of relating it to baseball because the amount of players who will have 100 point seasons. And of course, let's not forget about Igor Shosturkin of the New York Rangers, whose goals against average is almost under two as well. Uh, and why, why, if, if you split it between East and West, I mean, there'll, there'll be more rewards for these players and more recognition for these players, more marketing for these players. And um, Jonathan Huberdeau's case would definitely be higher, even though it's a one person award and it's not two leagues. I think, Jonathan Huberto still has a case for for the Hart Trophy. He didn't get a point uh, in yesterday's game um, for the Panthers, but he he was still very active um, in, in in the game. Um, and even John Butchacross has talked about Huberto's game as far as analytics. And it like you you hear you hear a lot about that on the on the show most mostly talking about analytics as far as um, Huberto. Um, and of course, analytics are great for what they are, but they're not the end-all be-all. And even John Butchacross saying how the analytics don't like Jonathan Huberto, but even John Butchacross uh, disagrees uh, based on Jonathan Huberto's play and he, that he's very worthy of getting some heart um, in the heart conversation. So if, if John Butchacross is uh, talking about that, then... Like, come on, give the give this man his due and give this man a little bit of respect because it, it, it's so well um, deserved. Um, but going back to um, talking about this game, um, shorthanded goal, the Spencer Knight does not get the shot out. Um, uh, Verona, um, Jacob Verona gets it to be a suitor and then um, Knight thought it was going to be a shot. And then when he gets it to suitor, um, Knight is unable to draw to his uh, right and then uh, gets one. And of course, no shut up. But hey. 33 of 34 in this one, you, you take it and you take the win as well. Um, Spencer Knight asked, after the game was asked um, if he likes um, uh, when his team gets a lot of uh, goals. Um, George Richards uh, described it as run support, talking like about a baseball analogy for pitchers. And he says, um, you know, you got to keep the same mindset regardless of lead. And I, I like that for answer from Spencer Knight, that he's always going to be locked in and he's going to always um, – play 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 the puck and play to this um and not play to the situation and that's what i like about that as well andrew burnett also spoke about how it's not really about the score that the florida panthers are having but it's resulting and he talks this is two words that um andrew burnett has spoken about a lot and the two words are checking mentality about getting in front of your man having an active stick lining up your lining up your your hips and your and your skates between your man and the goal so that you're not creating um passing lanes when you're on on defense as well so he he talks a little bit about that as far as positioning as well and the positioning and the active stick is why these are why these big leads are happening and why these transition opportunities are happening it's not really we we see the score but we don't and but Andrew Burnett breaks it down more than just that. He talks about the effort that that the that 
that the Panthers are bringing in every shift. And this is a team that has a 10 point lead now in over any team in the Eastern conference. And, and they're still laser focused on, on, on every shift, every game, because it's about creating good habits. And if, and of course, personally, I'm glad that the Toronto Maple Leafs won yesterday against the New York Islanders. Not because, not because of course I want them to win. I can't stand them, but that the Florida Panthers are not clinching early, even though even if the Florida Panthers were to clinch early, I don't get the impression that this is a team that would take their foot off the gas uh, coming into the final stretch of the season. And if you saw anything from Sunday that they were going to take their foot off the gas, uh, I, I, I need you to watch that game again because it doesn't show me anything that they're going to just take any opponent lightly and that they're just so focused. And, of course, when you're winning, you want more of that. When you go to practice, you have you have more of a sense of urgency to come. I mean, like let's say like let's say you're going to practice every day for the Arizona Coyotes. You know your season's ending, so practices aren't as fun for for a team like Arizona. Practices and coming to the rink is fun for these Florida Panthers. That and and that's and that is resulting on the ice for how they how they when the game starts and the puck drops, they're focused. So. And every and that's really what it comes down to, and and these next few games where they're likely, chances are they're likely going to clinch the top spot in the in the East. We're gonna we're gonna see more of how focused this team really is, and and, and continuing to create those good habits that Andrew Burnett preaches all the time, in order for them to um in order for them to get to where they want to be. I and I know a lot of people. Um, don't want to win the president's trophy because of superstitions and nobody has won since the 2013 season for me personally i'm indifferent about it if you're creating good habits and continuing to find ways to win instead of um being lazy um maybe that's the wrong word being lazy the rest of the way and you know you clinch the top spot um I'm indifferent about it. If they do, whatever. If they don't, whatever. There's no guarantees that the Colorado Avalanche would make the Stanley Cup final if the Florida Panthers get the top spot in the East and the Colorado Avalanche get the President's Trophy. So uh, it, get to the Stanley Cup final first and then worry about home ice advantage. And if you don't get the President's Trophy, whatever. It's it's not it's not the end of the world. Um, didn't even discuss the final goal of the of the game. Um, Gus Forsling, a rocket from the point. Seven goals in the last nine games. You talk about um friday's game against the winnipeg jets getting two of them including one coming out of the penalty box um and the two other goals that happen in the comeback against the new jersey devils including the game winner so seven goals in the last nine games and that's coming from your defenseman um and also i want to say congrats to pateri limbaum um of getting his first point for the florida panthers on the second goal he had a secondary assist so his first um point as a florida panther so congratulations to pateri limbaum congratulations to um spencer knight going 33 of 34 um sasha barkoff um getting two primary assists and anton lindell getting two goals in this one um to continue to get on his way to a 20 goal season in his rookie year in the next segment we're going to talk about the state of the atlantic and talk about of course where the florida panthers uh stand um as far as the division the eastern conference and talk about a little bit of where the N they stand in the NHL as well. But first, we're going to tell you all about Bet Online. 
and BattleLine is your number one source for all your sports stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and start of the Major League Baseball season. BattleLine is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting, playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use a mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BattleLine, where the game starts. And also, this episode is brought to you by Belt Bar. And it's the time of year where I've pretty much given up on all my news resolutions. But not this year. I'm sticking my resolution to eat right thanks to Bilt Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on Bilt Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with incredible flavors. All Bilt Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. Puffs included. Low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bar with these. They're better. At Built Bar, they're all about taste. They make it delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Third and final segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. I'm Armando Velez flying solo today on this Monday, April 18th. Wish I could have gotten this uh, podcast out earlier um as soon as the game ended i it, it was easter sunday i uh i went over to see my family for the holiday and um if it weren't a holiday definitely it would have uh, recorded right away but uh hard when uh when you have a a game in the middle of the day and then you want to see your your family so um so apologies for not getting the the podcast out um earlier but good day for the south florida sports team scene um Let's uh let's talk about that for like a like a good thirty seconds. Miami Heat win uh, game one, destroy the Atlanta Hawks. Um, now they're up one nothing on the on the Hawks. The Marlins take three out of four from the Philadelphia Phillies. So, uh, great weekend for South Florida sports in general. And the Florida Panthers, ten wins in a row for this team. Um, just continuing to create good habits and creating um wins. Um and this uh ten point separation is now earned is definitely earned for this team. We spoke a little bit about Toronto and New York, um, and we talked about how the yeah, every team in the Eastern Conference has clinched their spot. So I was able to watch the final ten minutes of Maple Leafs Islanders, um, and uh, saw that the Maple Leafs got an empty net goal at the very end. Um, they defeat New York uh four to two. Um, so the magic number still remains for the Florida Panthers at five to clinch the top spot in the Eastern conference and the conference as well. The Toronto Maple Leafs have surpassed, uh, Carolina hurricanes as far as the maximum amount of points. So that, that is the team that can possibly surpass the, the Florida Panthers and the Carolina hurricanes are in a little bit of trouble with, uh, Goalie Freddie Anderson, um, he he went down on Saturday night, and what looked to me it looked like a groin injury. Uh, don't know the don't know the severity of the injury. He had an MRI, um, but doesn't don't I don't know the results of that. Um, definitely will provide that on tomorrow's episode if I'm able to find out some information about that. But uh, Toronto defeats uh, um, New York. Uh, Minnesota uh, um, defeats. Uh, San Jose five to four in overtime and the blues defeat the Predators eight to three. And that central division um, 
the Blues beat the Wild. They actually swept the season series against the Minnesota Wild. So they're going to face each other in round one, but it's all about who's going to get home ice advantage in, in that first round. Minnesota does have a game in hand with one point behind as well. So that is uh, one matchup in the Western Conference to definitely uh, look out for. And just going back to the the East, um, 14 points up on Tampa Bay, eight points up on um, Toronto with a game in hand too. So it could be up to 10 everything is falling in place for the Florida Panthers. I mean, you just only got to win two games and have one overtime loss the rest of the way. And that's assuming that Toronto wins out and doesn't lose, drop a single point the rest of the way. And and that's going to be your conference for, for the Panthers. Um, there's still a three-point separation between the Boston Bruins and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, over the weekend, um, the Pittsburgh Penguins were to create some separation on the Washington Capitals. So again, it's looking more and more each day that the Florida Panthers will be facing off against the Washington Capitals, even though Washington does have two games in hand on the Pittsburgh Penguins with three points behind. So only five games left for the Penguins, um, seven for the Capitals. So um, the Pittsburgh Penguins are running out of games to create uh, separation, but definitely uh, have the opportunity to, in in the next uh few weeks it's crazy because the stanley cup playoffs start may 2nd um so we're just 15 days away from it so uh again um i I was indifferent for wanting the new york islanders to defeat the toronto maple leafs because even though i don't get the impression that this team once again won't become lazy um the rest of the way and don't doesn't Co- and they won't coast um, um, through it. Maybe coast is the wrong word. Um, but um, Andrew Imber even said it at the, when he came on, he talked about, it's like that you're at, you're running the clock out and taking a knee to get to the playoffs. But of course you still want to improve a few things in, on your team. We're, t- we're still, even though the power plays improved, you want to create better habits with the five forward unit as well. I mean, Ekblad is, back to skating um so he he's um getting one step closer to returning for this florida panthers team um hopefully hopefully it's when game one uh happens we'll see um there's no uh there's no uh up, update um recent update on aaron ekblad on whether he's going to be right at game one to be ready but uh he's definitely starting his his uh process and his uh his road to coming back. So just try to create, um, create better habits on the power play um, as well. Um, I saw a few polls um, on online as well. I'm going to finish off with this. I saw a few polls online of who should start game one Knight or Sergei Bobrovsky before even answering it. I said, Bobrovsky um, is still the starter for game one answered it. And then the majority said Bobrovsky. So I'm like, okay, the, the, this, fan base still understands that even though Bobrovsky can still be shaky, a lot of the fans are um, are starting to understand how much of a bounce back season this has been for Bob. Um, and th- again, that's why a uh, shameless plug. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to have an article out in the next few days uh, talking about how short is Sergei Bobrovsky's leash in the playoffs. But, and the answer might actually surprise you um when when the article does come out so keep an eye out for that keep an eye out on locked on panthers um the 
Florida Panthers do play the New York Islanders in their first and only visit to UBS Arena on Tuesday night at 7.30 puck drop. It'll be back on the local TV coverage with Goldie and Randy, and we'll be uh, breaking down more of that game with Jacob Winans on Winans Wednesday. Uh, on tomorrow's episode, we're going to try to bring in Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders to uh, preview this uh, matchup at UBS Arena on on Tuesdays, talking about that game. So we're going to try to bring in Gil Martin to talk about the season and what it is for the New York Islanders because the New York Islanders are an interesting team um, for the season they had and the fact that even though they're not making playoffs, they're uh, a team to a team to not take lightly, um, not only on Tuesday, but um, past this year as well. So we're going to discuss more about that with Gil, um, hopefully on Tuesday's episode of Locked on Panthers. But in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast. You'll be notified every single time the Locked on Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed don't forget to also subscribe to lockdown nhl and the crosscheck nhl show with andrew berkshire and mary clark will be covering all the regular season activities around the national hockey league thank you once again for making the lockdown florida panthers podcast your first listen of the day and for your second listen of the day make sure you listen to today's episode of lockdown fantasy hockey host steel rodan and flip livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy team follow lockdown fantasy hockey podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.